Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Video Games to the Max as we are talking about the Xbox Games Showcase that just ended uh, not too long ago here. And with me to talk about it is Mr. Randy Isbell. Hello, hello. So, yeah, Randy, I feel like, okay, we got some interesting stuff, uh, but... Overall, it's once again the same problem they have with the other show, where you don't know what's gameplay. Uh, I, I, they've showed very other than Halo. Did they show any gameplay? <laughs> Just... uh, I, I feel like, um, like that Gunk game, maybe. Some of that other stuff is you just don't know if it's cinematics or if that's what it's gonna look like on Series X, mm-hmm. or you know, it's just. I don't know. Okay, we're showing off games. If that's what it, I mean, uh, Psychonauts. I imagine that's gameplay, right? It looks like. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, like you know, th- there wasn't a ton, and in some of the big games, I mean, like okay, we don't really know when, say, Fable really start. Supposedly, Fable's been in development for a while, but it, like, that's all you're gonna show. I mean, yeah, and and, and that, especially for an ending thing, that's it's so disappointing because it's like. Okay, we still have like seven minutes left. All right, we have one more thing. We're gonna see Fable, and then you basically just see the title, and it's like that. Okay, that that was what we were hyping for. Like, I get it. I think part of it, obviously, is with all the COVID stuff going on, uh, things are kind of just on hold for a lot of these developers. Things are gonna get pushed back and stuff. But it's like this got pushed back anyways from when. I, at least from a few weeks from when E3 would have been. Right. So, I mean, at least show us something. But yeah. I, to their credit, they showed a, a lot of games. And with all of them being on Game Pass, I, I think this was more of a, 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 a fantastic selling point for Game Pass in general. You get this, look at all these games, you're going to get it eventually. Yeah, I think that's the, major thing and i feel like we're they've already gone in this direction they were you know wanting everybody to get game pass there's you know we've already seen that they cut out the where you can't buy xbox gold anymore for a year and they still have the one month and three month they they cut off the series x production and the xbox one s uh digital all digital thing got so like they're really starting to move in that direction of we really want to push game pass and we're letting you know that all these games are going to come to that thing day one all you got to do is pay either ten dollars a month or 15 if you want to play them on pc and your phone i mean that's pretty amazing as well to be able to say if I have a good enough phone and I happen to have a Bluetooth Xbox controller, I could play Halo Infinite on my phone. I mean, so, you know, that's not, that's something that I feel like 
that's where, uh, you know, Stadia went wrong. As Microsoft has a platform, they have games ready to go and they, they put Game Pass into it as well, which basically this, okay, if you wanted to do streaming, they, they're, they're doing that much better. Um, but let, let, I guess let's just go through the games here. Halo got the most screen time. That was mm-hmm. the game that was being hyped. It was the game that we, the only game that we really knew about going in. It, I mean, I feel like watching it as a person that grew up, my parties were Halo parties. We had the system link with the Xbox. Halo 2 was that thing I got Xbox Live for. I mean, when it, when it was first around, like it brought back those memories, like of man, this is fun. This is Halo. This feels like Halo, but also, I mean, I'm not, I'm not watching. I'm watching on my phone. So I'm not watching it on a big, uh, big, you know, HD screen TV, but I think you can also feel that uh, that's where the cross-gen stuff is going to start creeping in of, would this have looked a heck of a lot better if it was Series X only, and, and would people be more impressed by it, or is we just shouldn't expect this huge leap in what it's going to look like? I, I don't know, what do you no. think? I don't think we should expect a huge leap in graphics, and usually graphics don't even bug me unless they're just god-awful. I mean... The first thing that you said to me when we were messaging back and forth and watching this was, oh, I, I have the, the nostalgia feels. <laughs> and that's what it felt like. Is it super over-the-top, amazing graphics? Does it look like Ghost of Tsushima? No, it, it doesn't. But it also doesn't look like an Xbox 360 game. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that it's a little bit more open-worldy, a lot more exploration. It kind of reminds me of uh, like one of the first levels in Halo uh, the original one where, especially for back then, the world, that, that area just felt so big and you can just mm-hmm. explore all over the place. So expand that even more. Uh, I, I haven't played Halo since three, so I don't know if he's always had a grappling hook in the last couple of games, but no. I, I, I took notice of that. So a little bit more exploration in your, your shooter. So I'm interested in it, of course. It, uh, again, d- I had sent Jens a message saying that it looks good, and he sends me a screenshot. He's like, this looks good to you? I'm like, I don't – the graphics are fine. It's the yeah. gameplay looks really good. Honestly, from that trailer, again, we I was watching it on the the mainstream, whichever, the Jeff Keighley one, and mm-hmm. it was stuttering all over the place. I ended up having to switch to, to kind of funny, but uh, the gameplay looked really smooth, and, and that's what's more important mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to see some new enemies. Uh, the big, uh, it looked like a Doom type character. I guess that's the, the banished is the, the big Doom type character that now runs at you while you shoot it. Uh, that looked kind of frightening. Uh, that looks awesome for the grappling hook of like, oh, really? You're going to run at me? All right. Bam. Come here. And I'll just, uh, you know, sock you one or whatever. So that, uh, I, I, I like, it was going to be very hard for them to go wrong with Halo. I think it's going to matter a lot about the story and is the multiplayer going to be fun for the people that enjoy that. The grappling hook and multiplayer is going to be interesting how they pull that off without it being like overpowering or I'd imagine it has some kind of like a cooldown. I mean, I think it has to or you're not, or you can just like mash that thing <laughs> too much. <laughs> but I probably, um, I probably would. That's what's exciting. I feel like uh, they've there's already been uh, announcements about this is going to be the Halo release, and any mm-hmm. DLC that's brought or any kind of update is just going to go straight into it, very much like a Destiny or something like that. 
Uh, it's a platform. It's not, all right, we're going to see a Halo Infinite 2 or Halo 7 or whatever come along in a little bit. So I know there are some people upset that apparently this is an open world and not the Halo they remember or whatever, but I think this is just a part of going into what the next gen of games is of, hey, just be real. We're getting into this service kind of thing, and why not do that with your big franchise? I guess if you can. Mm-hmm. Right. And let me see what... Uh, I should have already had this this ready to go, but... Yeah, I mean, so... After that, we got to see uh, State of Decay 3 for like 10 seconds. A zombie deer. You saw a zombie deer. A zombie deer looked awesome. Uh, looked pretty, pretty gnarly. Uh, the, I mean, it's State of Decay. I think it's, if you like, uh, State of Decay 2 is pretty good. And I think that's one of those things that, again, Game Pass really helps for games like State of Decay that perhaps it's not always like your cup of tea. It's not the game that you jump out and go, I want to pay $60 for this, but mm-hmm. you go and, and go, oh man, it's on Game Pass. Let me check it out, and then you enjoy it a lot more than yeah. I think you would. That's why I love services like Game Pass or, or PlayStation Now. It it allows you to. Oh, I'll try this. I'll give it a, give it a, a shot. And sometimes you you fall in love with series, and then you kind of fall down a rabbit hole. So yeah, yeah it's just sure. again, it honestly, if they just if this was one of the few times that they only showed a glimpse of a game, I would have been fine with it. But it was like the first of a hundred, so. Right, that that was the issue too. Like, especially like Forza Motorsport, I yeah, was surprised that, that that's that all. Really that's all you showed, I and mean, that would have been the game to really show off. And I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like. I'm not a super like motorsports. I'll, I'll play NASCAR Heat sometimes, uh, but like the Forza games, the Gran Turismo games, like sometimes those are too realistic for me and just too over the top. But just like Gran Turismo for for Sony, Forza is always that game that that Microsoft uses as look how gorgeous our games can look. And then it was just like, Hey, we're, we're in the garage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that one was a bit surprised. I thought we'd get more from Forza considering it's a, it's one of those games you always use to, to show off. Um, you know, even Sony gave, I mean, maybe they learned something from the Sony presser because we did kind of say that the Gran Turismo gameplay that they showed was kind of boring. Right. But, that's true. You know, I guess you see it as a, it's a car game. You know what it's going to be a car game. And, uh, there you go. Something I, I really wish you would have seen a lot more is, uh, Rare's game, Everwild. I still don't know what that game is. I like, right? I, I feel like this would have been the time to maybe give it a little bit of an explainer. Yes, you had, um, I don't know her name, uh, the representative from Rare talk a little bit and everything, but I wish I knew, you know, I kind of get what you're doing. You're in nature. You're building bonds with nature. You're, it looks like there's a magical tinge to it and everything else. But yeah, give us, um, they showed what, like a deer coming back to life or something that looked kind of mm-hmm. weird. Uh, yeah, I just, that's one of those things of like, this is one of those titles that I think people are kind of excited about. And I think that's what I wanted more out of this is give me a little bit more meat to these games. Yeah, I, could, I guess I could read about them later, but I don't know. Yeah, and and honestly, hopefully with, with these, it goes a lot like what E3 was, where, okay, here's here's a hype trailer, which to me, I get annoyed by it when there's so many of them. But hopefully, 
in the next week or two, all of these hype trailers for at least some of these smaller games will get a, okay, here's a gameplay trailer now. And then here's what the game is. So, I mean, I guess that's what this whole summer is anymore is everything is so spread out, but I love the art style of it, but I'm with you. I'm still not sure even what kind of genre this game is yet. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for keeping things a little mysterious sometimes, but I feel like there's also times where it's nice to, to give you more. Uh, tell me why, tell me, tell me why I think it was perfect in the way it was shown. It's like the first thing you mm-hmm. said was, well, this is another one of the games that Don't Nod makes. Yeah. Um, it looks the exact same. Which, yeah, I mean, again, is not a knock or anything. I enjoyed my time with Life is Strange minus one character and the ending. But the way that it, it does that choose your own adventure style is good. And mm-hmm. I have no problem with them continuing that formula because obviously it's selling well. Yeah, it's doing well. This is not as big as the other two, Life is Strange. It's only three chapters. comes out uh, this year, at least the first episode does, August 27th. Uh, you're going to play as Tyler and Allison, who are the two characters that they showed, and they apparently have some kind of supernatural bond set in Alaska. I mean, it's like, um, you know, it's going to explore some some big themes. I like that you have games like this. Uh, I don't, you know, it's not like a game that I'm going to go buy my system for, but it's, again, this is another game that benefits yeah. from Game Pass, that you'll have all the episodes there and you can play them when you want. Absolutely. Uh, Ori is getting an expand, an enhanced version, which is showing, getting the, if I ever, I don't, I'm not planning on buying a 120, uh, FPS TV anytime soon, but if I ever get to see what that actually looks like, God, it already looks amazing right. just on, uh, you know, PC and the Xbox One. I can't imagine what that will look like, uh, at that frame rate and everything. I mean, that's, oh, that, that game is so good. It's only going to get better. Yeah, and and all the the little issues that you know you had and I had with the game when it first came out, I think would be completely glossed over by just oh, yeah, more yeah. how amazing it would look. It, it's it just shows all these games that are coming out this year and have pushed this current generation to its limits, have a little bit longer load times, a little stuttering like Ori does. Just uh, it, it's all going to go away when they they get put on the the new systems, and that's really exciting. Yeah, I think that's that's the most exciting thing you're looking at is like the frame rate improvements, the the load times, all that's gonna like run better. So it'll make mm-hmm. these games better just by uh, that on its own. And then of course we get the Obsidian Triumphant, which uh, two things we already knew about. There already been rumors about Outer Worlds getting DLC. Mm-hmm. It looks neat. It's more Outer Worlds. I think if you enjoy that game, it's certainly there for you. Um, grounded, we've already seen a lot of, and it's already, it's, um, about to come out. Yeah, much. what, uh, uh, July 28th is early access for it. Right. So, a little less and, than a week. Yeah, and in game preview, and I love the little shot at a cyberpunk as well. That was funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that was, uh, yeah, if you want the biggest game this year, cyberpunk, if you want the smallest game, what, what was the, the game in the, the um, preview, or the what am I thinking of? The preview event for that last for this one, whole thing. That last the one from Balan Worlds. Yeah, that one had a, a we, we said a, a '90s Disney animated feature commercial vibe to it, and then Grounded had a, a '90s comedy 
trailer feel to oh, it. Oh, exactly. And yeah, in that Balan Worlds game that they showed at the end of the pre-show, getting Yuji Naka to come and uh, and uh, you know start a new studio and make new game, and it basically felt like a Disney game that's adventure with Sonic-looking characters. Yeah, I'm in. I'm very sold for that. Yeah, totally, totally down for that game. I, I feel like it it could have been on the main showcase as well, but I guess. Hey, it gave honestly, you a reason we gotta to watch see gameplay thing. We gotta see gameplay yeah. for that one, so it didn't belong on this the main show. <laughs> uh, Avowed is um, Obsidian's like Elder Scrolls looking uh, type game that I'm sure has a ton of people excited for that already, and you know. Why not? I mean, Obsidian is known for making uh, great RPGs, so you know, I, I feel like this is another one of those. I'll have to wait and see more on that because I think this one's a bit far away. Oh yeah, for sure. But definitely, I mean, at least getting the the like right there at the beginning, first person, the sword in one hand, the magic in the other hand. You know what you're getting, and uh, I think that's that's definitely that's what you want from. An obsidian game, and I, I guess it's cool that this is one of the fruits of getting being with the Microsoft team now. Is you get that funding to be able uh-huh. to do that now. Uh, so Interior Night, which is has uh, some folks from the Quantic Dream uh, team on it, uh, as the, as making As Dust Falls, which looks like a new way to tell these story driven games. Uh, you didn't get a whole lot about it, but I like the way it looks. It has a definite, like, it's, really nice storybook look to it. It's very original, but all I could do while watching that trailer was wonder how it plays. Like, do I push forward and then my character just <laughs> skips along? <laughs> or or do I just click on something and then that plays out? I, I like that the characters kind of move in, like, a stop-motion you're turning the page kind of stuff, and then everything around them was fluid. So it, it would be really interested to see how the game actually plays, but I, I, I'm, I'm interested. Oh, yeah, certainly. I think that's that's the, the key is will we eventually get that, I'm sure. Um, but I, I do feel like it looks... It looked a lot more... Um, maybe this one is more Series X-driven because it looked a lot different than, say, the uh, Tell Me Why... Uh, like story driven thing, I was very disappointed by Hellblade Two. You didn't, you, didn't get... ca- you didn't care that it was in Iceland. I mean, it's it's cool. It's in Iceland, and everything, but like that's one of the games I thought we would get a lot more of since we saw it at uh, right. you know the Game Awards. That's the game that they chose to show off the Series X with, and then okay, that's it. I'm like, do you, man. do you even think that game comes out in twenty twenty one? I don't. I think it'll get delayed because that's a lot of motion capture and everything else. Right? Even Unless you did that, that before. It, it almost seems like like they, they did that announcement trailer as they were starting production on that game. So I, I yeah. think we got a little bit. Yeah, and there was uh, they did a hint of Battletoads in the grounded game, but no Battletoads game shown here yeah, either. Yeah, I didn't even think about so, that. So, whoops. That's my alarm to, that I'm about to start working. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, I th- one thing I think we did get a lot of, which I'm excited about because I I'm very excited to finally get to play Psychonauts two, is uh, the the awesome trailer, which getting to show off that Jack Black is going to voice one of the characters, and he's adding some music, and of course 
Uh, Tim Schafer and Jack Blatt together again. Uh, never gonna be mad about that. Yeah, I still need to play the first one. It looks really good. It looks like my kind of game. I'm still disappointed. It was uh, release date was supposed to be 2020. We still don't have an actual release date for this thing. Yeah, I I've thought I would have thought with how much or how long they've been working on this game right. that you would already have a release date for it and everything. I mean, I don't know how much there was a delay in right when Microsoft decided to take it over, but <laughs> Tim Schafer kind of just makes it seem like. Oh yeah, Microsoft just came to us and uh said, "Hey, you want a bunch of money to make uh a game and and be part of it or like, you know, keep making your game?" And Tim Saber's like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> so, <laughs> I I think the I guess the one that maybe people didn't expect is Stalker 2. Of course, this has been in development for a while as well. Um, you know, and it's like been a PC series for the most part, so like getting this on console is pretty awesome. It's a very akin to like the Metro games. So if you're down with that, then I'm sure there was excitement for there as well. And yeah, the Warhammer game as well got shown off. It's a four player co op game. Uh speaking of being able to play with people, you get Tetris Effect connected. Yeah, that well. looked really cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm always down for having a Tetris game, and I, this this looks like it is going to be a launch game. We've got the holiday 2020. Yeah, so from I, I looked it up after because I told you when it was happening. I just bought this on the PS4. Finally, I've been wanting it forever, and it went on sale on the PS4. So I, I bought it yesterday, along with a game that Jens and I are talking about playing for our podcast. But uh, I was like, oh, I just bought this, and now we have this multiplayer thing I'm gonna have to buy. But I guess so. It's 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 a holiday release date for Xbox, and then PlayStation gets it as a free update in the summer of next year. So, I, I didn't waste money, so I'm happy. Yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> well, and I'm sure that they'll... Yeah, like you said, it, it'll it come uh, eventually, but it... You know, it's... It is, like, I think it's just an, a thing to be able to say, just like Dragon Quest, right? Of Oh, this is a series that was on PlayStation. This is a series that was on this... And it's finally coming to mm-hmm. Xbox. It's nice for yeah. them to say. Is it a big deal necessarily? Not really, but the multiplayer yeah. looks really fun, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what they're gonna do with it. Okay. Let's see. Well, we move on from Tetris to just something called the Gunk from Image and Form, which of course they're the Steam World uh, game makers, and this also has a little bit of that, like Steam World, like exploration, wonder. And you, it's weird because the gun that he has is like a, just soaks up everything. So it's like, are you just trying to like solve puzzles and like take away this like toxic sludge? Like, what are you doing? Um, uh, I think that's, uh, kind of neat. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I liked it. It looks like a little bit of like Super Mario Sunshine, maybe. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know why, but when the, the trailer first started, I was getting, Jet Set Radio vibes, not like gameplay, but just the the, the art style from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those games that it looks interesting, but I know very little about it. It's a lot like, uh, oh, which game were we just talking about? Uh, the Everwild. I'm like, I, yeah. I don't know the the game type yet, so we'll we'll see. But to be determined. No, definitely. And then it's like, um, well, they did uh, an indie studio announced like a Jet Set Radio uh, successor. Like a couple of days ago, that looks almost exactly like it as well. 
So I forgot what they called it. But, uh, yeah, that, um, I agree with you. There's that, like, those, like, colors and everything kind of look like that. I'm, uh, I'm kind of intrigued. We'll see, uh, I'm sure we'll see more of it uh, as time goes along. The medium is, looks like it's going to be a launch game. It's due holiday 2020. Of course, this is one of the big games that I felt like was something to take out of that original showcase that they showed. And it looks even better. They showed you the two sides of what it's like in the real world and I guess in the, the like, ghost world or whatever. Um, that's a game I'm excited about. I'm not always, like, big into the survival horror, but this game uh, just works. I, li- I like the mystery and everything around it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be playing this one for sure. It looks really good. Uh, like you said, the, the two different worlds thing, kind of Silent Hilly. Uh, graphics look great. Gameplay looks fun. I- I'm in. I'm very sold on that game. Fantasy Star 2 Online getting new content. That's cool. Uh, of course, Microsoft has really been behind this game. Uh, they've been the ones, like, you know, promoting it and everything. So, cool that Fantasy Star 2 Online is getting more stuff. Uh, not for me. I don't have time to play a big old MMO or whatever, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Um, and then Crossfire X, which is made by uh, Remedy. So, and, and Smilegate as well. So, that should be interesting just because anything Remedy makes is... Pretty awesome, mostly. Um, again, it's one of those where, like, cinematics, don't know what's gameplay, what's not, but we'll see. Yeah, so I, I don't know much about it, but it was a, it's a old multiplayer game on the PC that Crossfire X is now the single player campaign to that world. So, I right, we'll see. Yeah, and then of course Fable, which had some of the comedy that you're used to from Fable in the, in the trailer, and because you saw the elf get eaten by the frog. And uh, that's kind of all you got, you know? Mm-hmm. So, again, a little bit just disappointment of, man, if they would have shown some gameplay just to see what it was like, <laughs> what it's going to do. Because last time we saw Fable, it was that, like, Dungeon Master was game, that Fable 4v1 Legends game. or something? Yeah, Fable yeah. Legends, yeah. yeah. That never and, eventually came out. And I love the fact that you get on the internet after this and they go, Fable stole the show. No, it didn't. It's, it's the last the thing you saw. It, it, it's, it showed you a title. It's like Skyrim 6, or Elder Scrolls 6, sorry, a couple years yeah. ago. It, that, it's, that, that does nothing to me. You know that game's coming. So them just showing you a screen of, yes, it, it really is coming. It doesn't, it's like, honestly, yes, you need something to be hype, and you started with Halo, you needed something to end it, and... I guess the medium wasn't big enough to be able... I mean, that's a game I'm excited for, but that's not your show ender. So you need something there, but I, I am getting really sick of, here's a title screen. It's like, just wait a year. I would much rather them go the Nintendo route with Paper Mario and going, it's out in two months. You've never heard this was coming, but it's out in two months. Then here's the title screen. See you in three years. Yeah, or I mean, I do appreciate the whole... Like when it is like a year away, maybe you know, like what Nintendo did with the, um, the uh, oh my god, the Shimigami Tensei Nocturne, where it's like okay, it's coming twenty twenty one. All right, that's cool. I I think it's fine when it's you know it's something, but I feel like that's the thing is if you didn't have Fable, then people would be talk be like, oh my god, where's all the Microsoft franchises? Like mm-hmm. where is this game? I mean. We still have some games that you're going, where's this game at? But I think Fable was the one that, like, you know is being worked on. Where is it? And there's a lot of Fable fans out there. It's that that Microsoft, you know, RPG 
franchise that I think a lot of people have been wanting to come back and knowing it's there and you finally get to see something out of it, I think it's not bad either. I think when you're starting a console, having things like that is not bad. I think it's when it gets like when Switch did it for like Metroid Prime 4. And then we still don't want know anything. And then you hear that, oh, they had to go back to the drawing board because it was not great. It's like, ah, uh, that's when you hate seeing these nameplates. Or like Elder Scrolls 6, it's like, yeah, we got to make Starfield first. Like, okay, so what, we're never seeing it then? <laughs> like, right. So, we, we, we just wanted people to get hyped because they were upset at us for Fallout 76. And said, look, we're making these other games, we promise. Yeah, I, I feel like it's okay. Right now, but we'll see. I that's the my issue with this was more of yeah, you showed off games, yeah, you showed off stuff that's gonna come, but I also don't feel like I don't think that I got. I mean, Halo had me feeling the nostalgia or whatever, but I don't, I there was nothing that made me go, I want to buy an Xbox now, right? No, I, and, I'm the same way, and that's my thing is like, I, I guess I could say the same thing for like PS5, there was nothing that made me go. Oh my god, I mean, maybe Horizon, and that's what I'll give it credit, I guess you could say the same thing for Horizon and mm-hmm. uh, Halo, the there. two, the big two games got something, mm-hmm. right, but it's just, that's kind of the thing of, I guess, so far I feel, I don't feel like I need to rush to buy a PS5 or a Series X right now. Yeah, like, but I, I, yeah. I will say, I've complained a lot that we didn't see gameplay, we didn't see this. Hopefully in the next week or two, like I said, some of these games start coming out with gameplay trailers. I, I, I guess it's, it's these companies trying to find that happy medium because they come out and they show like Ubisoft would come out years ago and show 20 minutes of gameplay for something in the middle of their press conference. And all of us would fall asleep, even though the games are good. It's like, okay, we get it. But then it's like, okay, here's just a cinematic trailer. Okay. But what's the game like? So it's, it's, it's them trying to find that happy medium again keeping it just an hour is nice we saw over 20 games all of them will be on game pass so you give them mm-hmm. credit there i just hope that some of these games that we have questions about in the next couple weeks or month get their own standalone trailers that get dropped because again not everything has to be shown in just this one event it, i guess this could be used as a the teaser for everything else so yeah, in the end i, I kind of complained a little bit about not seeing a lot of gameplay but as long as we see gameplay soon, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think overall you got a lot of like the major Microsoft franchises that have been around for a while. You got to know that they're coming, and I think that's kind of important as well. Uh, you know, like they they did mention, okay, you didn't get to see all of our studios today. We're gonna have something else later. It looks like in August for Gamescom or whatever. So, you know that's coming, but what you did see, I think, well, you can, mileage may vary on whether it was enough or not, or the one game that you're hyping out the wazoo, maybe it didn't, and I think that's the thing too, right, is, we'll, we'll see how much this cross-gen thing is really gonna wind up hurting, uh, Microsoft, is, is it gonna be enough? For Microsoft to, okay, we're not going to lock you out of mm-hmm. your console that you have right now for a while, but our games may not look as great as they'll look on the PS5. Is that going to be okay for you? Well, so, you know? so here, I guess it's 
based on philosophy. If you if we go into next gen and say whoever sells the most consoles wins the next generation, I think Microsoft's in trouble because that's not their strategy at all. Their strategy is we bought all these game studios. We're going to come out with a ton of fantastic games that you can play on Game Pass. And we're going to give you so many different ways to get the Game Pass that that's where Microsoft is going to make all of their money is with with their Netflix-style Game Pass stuff that you can get on your computer, on your phone, on your... How many of the games that they show today will Xbox have available on the Xbox One to be able to play on Game Pass, even if they come out in 2021? So I I think theirs is just we want as many people possible to buy our Game Pass so they can play all of these games, and we will take your fifteen twenty dollars a month from everybody instead of a portion of you buying a four hundred five hundred dollar system once. Yeah, and uh, that's what it feels like they're going into is just all you the major theme out of what I got here, like you said, is. We are trying to push Game Pass. Why? Because we're the first one doing it, right? If Nintendo and Sony do it after, well, it's now you're copying Game Pass, right? Now you're, and not only that, right? Sony's only, as far as we know, right? Sony's only offering it on the PS5. Nintendo is only offering it on the Switch or whatever, Switch 2 or whatever comes after that. Microsoft is offering it to you in a lot of different ways. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, now, obviously, you have to have a PC that is gonna play the games well enough, right? But um, you're, you know, to be able to say that it can stream down to your phone and work well, then that's a win there too. You know, yeah, will absolutely. they eventually add that streaming technology to the PC as well, so it can you can play it on like Stadia, where you can play it on older PCs and you don't have to upgrade? We'll see. You know, but that's that's my takeaway from this is. I think you got some good stuff here. I don't think this was deplorable. I don't think this was absolutely awful. I don't, I also don't feel like there's something that just said, I love Halo. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to play Halo on my Xbox One. I'm going to play Halo on the PC. I don't think I'm going to rush out to buy the Series X because of Halo Infinite. That's the thing is I still don't have that thing that makes me go, I want to buy the Series X right now. And. Maybe, maybe if you do see more gameplay of some of these games where they have those, what if they have some surprises locked away in August that we haven't seen yet. But I feel like this gameplay showcase was fine, but it wasn't anything, oh my god, you know, whatever. Um, I still feel like Sony's was better. Uh, yeah, I, I, I also I feel I'm like good. Microsoft learned a lot from Sony's is the, the transitions there. Uh, that those, there was a <laughs> lot of the, hey, let's show the console with some lights, you know? So. There's that as well. Uh, Alright, well, let's go ahead and do this thing. Let's give it a, a final rating and maybe some favorite games that you're most uh, looking forward to here. I think overall, what do you give uh, the show here? Oh, it's between a B- and a C plus for me. It was okay. Nothing terrible. It went quick. And the hour flew by. Just for me personally, not a ton of games that are my cup of tea. Uh, the medium, of course, I'm super fa- excited about Halo Infinite. I will probably play because I haven't played one since Halo 3, so I, I want to get back in- into that world. Grounded looked fun, and again, uh, that game I'm blanking on, that was on the pre-show <laughs> from uh, Sega. Balan. 
Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah, that game. I, I want to play that one. So there's plenty of games in there that, that interest me. Uh, nothing took up too much time. Nothing looked terrible. So B minus, C plus. Yeah, I am of the same mind. I think I have a few more games that I'm kind of excited. I mean, obviously, I think besides, I'm talking about besides Halo, I think. I think almost everybody that's an X. There's so many people that are Xbox fans that you're a Halo fan as well because you just identify that game with the console. But like Everworld is something I really, really want to know more about. Um, I am, I think Grounded, we know what it is. I'm kind of excited to play it as well, uh, on the 28th and, uh, you know, Psychonauts, I'm hyped for, I want to know when that's coming out. That's a game I've been waiting for for a long time. Uh, so I'm glad we, we got to, to see those, um, and the medium as well, like you said, um, have we got to see, uh, more of that. Yeah, I think overall, I'm going to go with you as well, B minus. Uh, I, I, I do wish we, uh, got a little bit more from some of these games and just, uh, I, I think the overall, maybe it's just we're not ready for the service is more important than the, 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 the game, right? Like, maybe we're just not ready for, let's give props for the fact that all this stuff is on Game Pass and, mm-hmm. and that's the, the big takeaway because we're so used to just judging these things based on games and I will give them credit. They stuck to that one hour time frame and it was done in an hour. So they didn't make this go an hour and 30 minutes. And, and, uh, though again, I wouldn't have been mad if it was an hour and 30 minutes because a lot of these games got gameplay. Uh, but I guess that's also what these post shows are for, right? Like these mm-hmm. post shows are there so that if you want more of these games and, and you only have an hour, like technically, you know, I did, uh, I guess it's, it's good for that. And you can watch those at your leisure. Um, with, with these interviews with these, uh, developers and everything else. But I think overall as a show, much better than their May show. Yes. And I feel like you kind of got, you got a vibe of what Microsoft wants for the Series X now. Uh, now I'm kind of excited for that August showcase where supposedly, you know, you might get the reveal for the Series S and some other things that, you know, you didn't talk about in this, uh, that's more of the, other little tidbits of the console and all that kind of things that we'll see. And perhaps finally get a price as well. That's right. important. A price, a date, <laughs> anything. Guys, can we go, please? Yeah, okay, can we stop, you know, playing chicken and let's get the price so people know how much they're spending. Can, and, yeah. So I know this was the first year for Jeff Healy to run these things, and a lot of people weren't playing ball as nicely as others, and hopefully next year as, as this kind of picks up steam, if he does it again next summer, it runs a little bit more smoothly. But can Jeff just get somebody from Sony and somebody from PlayStation to both show up at an event, they both hold up a card, and they both flip it at the same damn time with whatever the price is, so they're not waiting for each other. They just go, one, two, three, go. <laughs> let's, let's just do that, because they're just waiting for each other. So, no, we're doing it game show style-wise. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I still think the if the series, I, I, I still think regardless, I don't think anything's going to be able to compete with if the Series S is really a lesser console. That's going to be a much cheaper than any of those consoles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. I, if it's if it's if they somehow decided to redo it and it's now the Series X only digital, then which I don't think it is. I think Microsoft is fine is is fine with having a lesser console out there that yeah. maybe your TV is not 4K and all that powered and 
You're cool with that? Yeah. Um, it, it's, but, it's, the, it's going to be their Game Pass machine. Yeah. So it could come out way cheaper. It won't run as smoothly or as great. But, again, they're just trying to get Game Pass. All right. Well, I think that's it for us here. Um, hope you enjoyed our like really fast look at everything that was announced and a little bit of talk on it. If you enjoy what you heard, we do a regular show as well. Uh, with a varying cast, it's at least once a week. Uh, subscribe to Video Games to the Max to get the most out of that. And of course, uh, you know, review wherever it is that you listen. And hey, go check out Randy and Jens. They have a new show that deep dives into, uh, you know, favorite games. They started with Last of Us Part 2. It's a terrific show you should go listen called Chapter Select. It's out there on all the platforms as well as well on W2 Network and the next one's on on Ghost, right? Ghost Tsushima? Yeah, it'll be on uh, probably the first half of Ghost of Tsushima. That's a long game, especially the way yeah. Jens and I are playing it, where like, we are scouring every inch of that, that first island. So it'll be for the first half of Ghost. So if you haven't beaten Ghost by next week, don't worry. We won't have either. So just the first half of Ghost next week. For sure. Well, until the next time, folks, thank you for listening. And play some more games. Bye.